like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Because we need good, funny news involving Walmarts in Texas, I am going to tell you about a couple fun things that Vanessa told me about. Oh, we going to tell me about Walmart ago. in Texas? That's good, because normally Walmart, not the best of news coming out now, of there. Now, recently. There was a woman doing shitter pants wearing cheetah stripe leggings. Incredible. Well, I mean, Welcome I think, to Walmart. They didn't I think, start out cheetah stripes. Yep. <laughs> it's the beast speckling from the turds. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Beast from the turds. <laughs> Sure. Pooh speckled leggings. That's right. No. Special made in America. Nine nine nine. Yep. No. So then usually, she was able to buy a full John Deere tractor. Blue light special. So usually before the show starts, we try to come up with something fun, we lighthearted to fun talk about. We need open. a fun yeah. cold open. Yeah. So like Vanessa dragons fucking cars. Yeah. <laughs> so Vanessa comes in locked with a story about a woman from a Texas Walmart in Wichita Falls, Texas. Wichita Falls. Uh, who apparently. Went to the bakery section. Yeah. Picked up a cake. As you do. I assume stone cold sober and definitely, definitely not under the influence of any, any sort of munchy drugs or drug. alcohol. It might have been her birthday or someone else's birthday. Yeah. We don't know. But no. she was, was like, you know what, damn it. Reason. Just trying to party like it's her birthday. Yeah. yeah. And like it's 1999. As encouraged by Rapster 50 Cent. Yeah. Yep. It's 50 cents. <laughs> it's a metaphor for change. It is. It is. So That's the most ridiculous thing about 50 Cent. Anyway. Hi, everybody. I'm professional rapster 50 cents, and I'm here to tell cents. you. It's a metaphor for change. You got this. A, it's a metaphor for change, but also listen to the Booze and Bruce podcast at gmail.com. I'm, I'm 50 cents. I'm 50 cents signing off. <laughs> Jesus. I'm 47 cents. I'm 47 and a half um, cents. Take a penny, leave a penny. <laughs> so she picked up a So anyway, cake. so she picked up a cake to mm-hmm. celebrate me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. So she proceeds to then take some cake, walk around the Walmart, and I'm assuming she does not have utensils oh no so she's oh, like probably these are god's utensils these are, yeah. Yeah, she's just, just hand shoveling hand shoveling shit like just back holding the shit yeah. in there just sticky right, fingers right into her craw mm-hmm. just there's probably fucking frosting everywhere hair teeth fucking frosting, frosting. Fucking frosting. you know how long it took her to eat it 20 minutes <laughs> so <laughs> jesus christ I think I think if you could eat half of a cake in twenty minutes, you, you would vomit. I would vomit, especially because it's a I'm sorry it's a, Walmart. It's a Walmart cake, so it's I just all sugar. It's literally just sugar and carbs, covered in an, a, an inch of frosting, oh, which yeah. is more which sugar and carbs. Is one of my favorite foods, I but sure. like, that's a frosting. lot of frosting. Yeah, that's just a lot of powdered sugar and like mm-hmm. butter. Yes, <laughs> at one time. So and, and green food coloring. Oh man, I bet her she was just shit in the rainbow. Shit in the rainbow. <laughs> she gets home the next day. She's like, what is this? <laughs> oh, that's right. So she gets to the checkout. Counter. As somebody who's been confused by eating a colorful cake. It's true. And, and then looking in the next day, be like, well, this is a real problem. Yeah. This is not to be trifled with women. Do you remember when McDonald's was doing those burgers with the black buns? Yeah. And it was making everyone shit green. Yep. And everyone was like, I'm dying. And they're like, did you eat McDonald's? Oh, yeah, I did. Yep. You may still be dying, but you might have had the black you bun. Have, you have the green shits. Yeah, give it a couple days. And if you're still shitting green, green. then go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so but this anyway, woman so this had woman, herself a little snack. She did. While doing some browsing at the local Walmart. Yes, and so she gets to the checkout counter. She's like, you know what? I'm done. It's time for me to leave. So she goes to the checkout counter and goes, I'd like half off this cake. 
because there's only, only half, half a cake, cake only here. Only half the cake is there. But like, there's yeah. only half a cake. And they're like, ma'am, no, we're going to charge you Seems full price. Seems reasonable to me. Because you ate half of the cake. Because I am assuming at this point she is frosting. Uh-huh. Um, she, she refused. She's a green smear of frosting <laughs> across her. All in her face. I don't know what happened to the other half of this cake. But, but I don't know. I know. I'm done? not paying for a full cake. You're going to give me half a You're cake. You're going to give it to me for I half don't, price. I if it, it's only half. I picked it up on there is only half a cake. That's right. I, I demand half off of this cake. So I want half off. She turns the side. How do you want me to pay She's, full price for a cake that ain't only half a cake in there? She's, She's like vomits blue. blue. Yeah, just, just blue sugar. Blue, yeah. So anyway. Um, I was tasting the rainbow. Eventually the cops were called. <laughs> Because she got belligerent, because I'm sure stone sober. Yeah, um, definitely sober. And the cops, That's definitely a decision she made sober. Oh, yes. And the police made her pay full price, which yeah. she was upset because she still wanted a discount, <laughs> even after all this. And then they said, ma'am, you're banned from Walmart. This is America. I am this not going to pay full price for half a cake. This is strawberry. You uh, think this China, China? I'm not buying your China cake. Yeah. This is America. I'm going to puke the rainbow. Well, it was around. It was in. No, it was after. It was like pre-4th of July, but close enough to the 4th of July where I imagine oh, maybe it, it was an maybe America cake. Maybe it wasn't America cake. Like she just yeah. ate the stars part of it. She was like, I'm America. Yeah. Blah. Blah. And then she's that just. That would be a lot of blue. That is a lot of blue. A little red of red and white mixed in. I like how that's what it takes to get you banned from a Walmart. Yep. Well, another like, woman, yeah. she got they herself... They were mad that she was eating the I cake want, with her hands. I think if she'd walked around eating a cake with her hands and then paid for the cake, I bet they, they would have been like, thank her back. you, come again. Yep. yep. They would have welcomed her back next week when yep. she did that shit yep. again. Oh, that's that cake lady. Oh, she's back. I, hey, ma'am, check out the cookie cake we got. Sticky fingers McGee over there. Yeah. Oh, does she steal things? No, her fingers are real sticky with frosting. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and, then they, and then she takes the cart out to the parking lot and then they actually ban her for not using the little sanitary wipes to wipe her sticky That's ass it. fingerprints off the shit. Like, not ma'am. the fact that they walk around this goddamn Walmart <laughs> eating half a fucking cake with her hands. It's true, but you know who wasn't banned from the Walmart? Who? Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. Yeah, we are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. Drink thematically appropriate beer. And always oh pay f- for the cake that we shame eat while walking around a Walmart. Walmart. That That's we right. shovel into our craws as with our... As fast as we can. If I was stoned yeah. and at a Walmart yeah. and saw a delicious cake would you, would you I eat might it? start to eat it I have eaten like in a grocery store before yes. but then you pay for but it but then you pay for it yeah. yeah you give them like I have been like in a grocery store and been like I am dying I'm gonna open this bottle of water yep. and then drink it all and then, and then when I like, go to the end be like I, I drank drink this, this. exactly yeah. because you're not a garbage I human I opened this bag of chips like I'm going to pay for it right right and that's why they say welcome you you are welcome back again you didn't be oh, like right, so I have mm-hmm. I'm not kicked out of Walmart Yet. Yet. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh my um, God. No, this. There's no Walmart around here for me to get kicked out of. We can go to the one Burbank. Burbank. Oh, he's out finally. Yeah. I am. Oh, it's oh, been, yeah, open, it's for been open for a while. for a while. Oh, and it been. is a trash Walmart. I've never been. It's a trash Walmart oh, full of yeah. trash people. It's awesome. Every I'm time you shocked. go. I've never seen a trash Walmart before, so I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, yeah. The dirtiest that w- dirt bags crawl out of their holes in Burbank. And, are like, and then they're like Walmart. Shopping. I've been to Walmart because my my sister and her husband and the kids used to live uh, in Arkansas, very near Bentonville, oh, where home of Walmart. Home yeah. of Walmart. Captain uh, of so Walmart. Home of the Walmart. Walmarts out there are fucking massive. I bet. And filled with a lot of dirt people. <laughs> Sure. Arkansas? No. Yeah. Shocking. Dirt people? Shocking. No. Yeah. Uh, but no, this week we are not talking about the South. No. 
We're not uh, talking about Walmart. We're not talking about Walmart. I'm not talking about Walmart. I am not either. I am prepared to talk about Walmart. You already did. Okay. <laughs> done. Good Check. job. Check done. Thanks. Check done. All I can right. go home now. This yeah. has been the Booze and Bruce Podcast. Space Bar. Yeah. Also, we went out for Podcast Mom's birthday yesterday. We had and some yesterday, beers. This not, is not a lot of beers. No. no. This is weeks from when you will be hearing this. Yeah. But we I, I am well old at this point. Had a wonderful time. <laughs> yes. Bob woke up sick. Yep. Bob woke up not I feeling am, good. I am I'm not feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a lovely little brewery. We had we a great time. Had a lovely dog. time. I made weight and salted cured meats. Yeah. Me too. Melly played the shit out of some Jenga. Jenga? Whoa, that was a good Jenga game. Good Jenga. I think we were... 30 we were almost pro level because yeah. i think what they say 34 34 tiers high tiers pretty incredible is pro we were 31 before no, no, 30, you were no, 34 you 36 were 34 oh. and 36 was pro yeah and very close and then and melly got mad and just knocked it knocked over, it over. Yeah. oh there was no way i was toddler no there was no way that i was going to do it she was like there's it. no thing for me wow yeah. yeah like a cat i was like game over like a cat Wah. Uh, but no. So as part of that, we're gonna celebrate. Not celebrate. We're gonna talk about a state I lived in yeah. at one point. Yeah. So the state yeah. I'm from. And, and it even, is a celebration of you, though. Even though I lived it is in. now weeks past your like birthday. at least two weeks we're past not my good birthday. At scheduling. Yeah, no, no, we don't plan um, this well. But yeah, so we're doing we're doing an episode for podcast mom's birthday. Yay! Yay. Two weeks late. Um, so we are talking about a state I lived in. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. That's uh, where I went to college. It's not where I'm from. And I always have to like tell people at work that they're like, oh, you're from Minnesota. No, I went to college there. I'm from Wisconsin. Do you not see all of my like Wisconsin yeah. shit around my... Do you not see that I'm 50% cheese? Yeah, hello. Don't you know I'm mostly bratwurst and beer at this point? You're not bratwurst. You don't even need any meat, you cheater. Shop. Oh, they're going to find out. They're going to take oh. your Wisconsin card. Yeah, there you go. I'm from the, the chicken brat. bratwurst. Chicky, mm. chicky brat brat. So anyway, I spent three years in Minnesota. And what school did you go to in Minnesota? I went to the U, uh, also known as the University of Minnesota Twin Cities. Sure. Uh, which is the big one. All That's right. the big state school. That's like going to a UCLA. Gotcha. Or something of that. Or, or another school if you're not from California or Minnesota. Yes. Google it. Google. Don't want to do this work for you, internet. of yep. your state. Google That's it. the equivalent of the one I went to. Yeah. Google it. Uh, but yes, there's a University of Minnesota in my story. So I was curious if that was the oh, school you fun. went to. It is the one. Because if it's in St. Paul, it's most likely that yes, one. Yes, it is. Yay. Well, mine is too. We're going to get to it. But Melly's first because it's her birthday. Yay. Kind of. Happy uh, birthday, so Rita We story. are staying in the St. Paul. Uh, so my school is mostly in the Minneapolis. So as you know, Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Not the original Twin Cities. That was Moorhead Fargo. Fun fact. Um, but that is a fun fact. Yeah, it is a fun fact. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, uh, but this one's in St. Paul, and I did find this article, and I wish I like flagged it, but they're like, there's so many more um, haunted history things in St. Paul because they're much better at saving historical things than Minneapolis. And I was like, ooh, shots fired. Oh, man. <laughs> at yeah. Minnesota, at Minneapolis, I'm like, you are like 10 <laughs> miles from each other. Calm down. My, uh, my location proudly says on their website, we are the third most haunted location in St. Paul. Ooh. And I was like, ooh, wow. Mine, mine qualifier, most haunted house in St. Paul. Oh, yeah. oh wow. There we but, go. But where is it in the top five? That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't care to look. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Come at me. No. So Saint I'm going to tell don't you. Don't at her internet. She does not care. I do not care. Uh, we are going to talk about the Griggs Mansion. Griggs. Griggs in St. Paul, Like Marley Griggs? Nope. Let's sure. do it. Uh, not to be confused with the Burbank Livingston slash Griggs Mansion. That's, that's good because on I was the same a, street. 
literally about to confuse them you yes oh. well don't confuse them because okay. they're different because right. i had to look that up i was like wait burbank livingston what is this so apparently i think the burbank livingston griggs mansion is trying to co-op the name oh. griggs mansion and try to make themselves seem fancier or hatters yeah but it is on the same street but it is not is it on the same street no then fuck them where is it in the historical saint paul uh brochures that you can pick up at the chamber of commerce it's at the chamber of commerce there you go um so the Chauncey W. Griggs Mansion. Oh, Chauncey. Chauncey. Good old Chauncey. Uh, is uh, reported by some to be the most haunted house in all of St. Paul. Like Ooh. Um, and as you can guess by the name, uh, the house was built. Excuse me, loud car outside. Vroomy, vroomy. I'm trying to tell a story. Um, the house was built for Chauncey Wright Griggs in 1883. Love that guy. Hence Chauncey name. Wright Griggs? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like okay. the Wright brothers. Okay. Uh, so Mr. Griggs was born in Tolland, Connecticut, on Christmas, or sorry, New Year's Eve, 1832. I was a New Year's baby. Uh, so his family was very well off um, and well established, uh, having been in America since, quote, quite early in its history. Oh. I found a book um, <laughs> called... <laughs> I found a book. I found a book. I, I, I found a book. I found period. a book. Period. It's called A Brief History of Time. Books exist. <laughs> yeah, it, done. Um, it's called The History of Tallinn County, Connecticut. And they actually had a section on this guy. So I was like, yay. I guess he's a all famous boy because he's not, sort of a famous. Nothing else happened in Tallinn, Connecticut. Ever. I've never heard of Tallinn, Connecticut until yesterday. Yep. Um, there's a whole book about it. You found it. I did. Yay, internet. Um, but anyway, the biography that I read was on his mother's side. His family was connected to uh, royalty in England. Ooh. Connected Ooh. how? Um, they with were like, like string or by the like dick. Yes, by, oh, by the Dieck. So they, they were, were not d- noble. They were not um, Condict like twins. related to kings and queens, but they were noble people. Like there were a lot of knights and people who are like. All right. Hands. So they were royal adjacent. Royal mm. adjacent. But the, the biography had to make that note. Gotcha. Like, oh, excuse me. You're so they Mr. were Fancy. like British Cato Caitlin's. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yep. Living in their guest houses. Living yeah. in their guest exactly. house. He saw nothing. Surfing. He saw nothing. Um, so anyway, Mr. Griggs bounced around a lot. Um, he was a store clerk in Ohio. Then he went back home to Connecticut to finish school. Then he went to Detroit. Then he went back to Ohio. Then he went to Iowa, back to Detroit, and finally landed in St. Paul in 1856. You know what I'm going to say right here? Running from the law. <laughs> it smells that way, does like it that's not? That's what it is. Um, and if you remember your U.S. history, uh, 1856 is around a time where there was a little thing in our history called war. All right, all right. Um, there was some trouble. Yes. It was called a war? It was called the Civil War. Oh, the Civil it, War. What is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Except in this case, it was good for it something. It was good for ending yeah, slavery. It ended slavery. What yeah. is it good um, for? Ending slavery. Uh, ending so it, slavery. Say it again. again. Wow! Ending slavery. Good God. Uh, so in 1861, as <laughs> true note, like fun fact, Bob does love that nah, song. Fucking Edwin um, starts shit. 1861, Griggs organized a company for the Third Minnesota Infantry. Yay! Okay. Um, and Ooh, during this is very tasty. It's very good. Sip. That's delicious. Sorry. It's a very good. It's a porter. Just so internet knows, you're going to find out more about this. Yeah. But so, and during the course of the war, for quote honorable and brave service, uh, Griggs was promoted all the way up to colonel, and quote undoubtedly would have been bevetted general had he not been obliged to resign in 1863 on account of sickness. 
Sickness. Okay. Sure. So he was a real good war sure. boy, and he would have been a better war boy. Had but he, he not got been the sniffies, sick. and he had got to quit. Yeah. yeah, he got uh this. Yeah, he got a cold, and he was like, he was I like, can't possibly be general. I'd be like, I thought you were about to be like, he got tuberculosis, and then he, he got, died. He got no. the shits. Yeah. yeah, he got diarrhea. I mean, definitely the Civil War. He definitely got yeah, the shits. Got the I feel like shits. everyone got, got the, the shits, shits in the Civil War. Uh, I got well, I got a weird tangent for you. Yes, dear. Uh, Ethan Embry was just on the tweeters talking about. There, somebody's talking about ducks. I know we like ducks on this show, and. Uh, he apparently had a pet duck during the filming of that thing you do and he would allow the he would like duck feed the duck thing? he would he would feed the duck out of his mouth he ended up getting dysentery <laughs> because the duck was eating out of his yeah, mouth duck and, and then some of the, during some of the live performances of the wonders he was like shitting, shitting? on stage oh no oh my ah! god you know what? He's just doing that thing he do. You know? yeah. <laughs> just, just doing that. You gotta keep on doing that thing you do. Yeah, man. And even and if doing that means doing shit that on thing stage, poo. Yeah, doing it. Oh, poo. Uh, Why would you let a duck eat out of your mouth? Because you love your baby duck. Okay, so cute. I, I love ducks too, but no. Ducks are cute. Ducks have crazy teeth. I'm not ducks gonna bite let them. And it would hurt. They can be yeah. mean. Yeah, they can don't. be. Okay. PSA. Hey, PSA. Don't feed your duck out of your mouth. The more you Maybe know. Maybe don't feed any pet you have out, out of your, your mouth. mouth. No, they're pretty gross yeah. in general. Yeah. Like yeah. pets are, they don't Maybe brush Maybe only feed teeth. yourself out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. do that. Or Dogs don't eat at all. Their... Hashtag anorexia. Yeah. yeah. Licking Try the terrians. Join yeah. our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway... Uh, before he returned to St. Paul after the war, he actually spent a few years in Chaska, Minnesota, which is a little bit west, um, where he was a state representative. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. nice of so him to do that. So he's too sickies for war, but he's well enough to go to state representative school? Yes. Yeah. To state representative. Okay. He got his associate's degree in yeah. state representative. You can be a public servant, yeah. and it's much harder to murder people uh, with swords and guns. No. It's more taxing. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Poison's a lot easier. It's I'd like fun to believe too. so. Yeah. Anyway, upon returning to St. Paul, uh, he had the house built. Um, but as his personal history will tell you, he did not stay long. Um, four years later, uh, he and his wife picked up and moved to Tacoma, Washington. He likes to move around, this guy. Mm-hmm. He does. Oh, new theory. Serial killer. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I like the serial killer. Yep. You will know him by his trail of dead. Yes. You have to look at the trail of dead. How... How many murders Let's were look committed? At the unsolved murders in yeah. St. Paul in 1887. And like when Three. he was in Detroit and when yeah, he was in, in Iowa. other places. And then Iowa, he was in back Ohio. in Detroit. Yeah. Then he was in Tacoma. Yeah. And then he went back to Detroit. <laughs> he was in the Pacific Northwest. He's Ted Bundy. Oh, he for is sure. Ted, oh, he's Ted Bundy. <laughs> I think uncle. we can all agree Great on that. Great uncle twice removed. Um, no, so he moved to Tacoma where he became president of the St. Paul and Tacoma Lumber <laughs> Company. Maybe like he became president of Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real position that you could fill. Yes. Um, and he died in 1910, presumably before he could pick up and move again. Okay. So the trail of bodies <laughs> ended in Tacoma. He just never, uh, he, you know, he's the kind of guy who would like break down those U-Haul boxes and keep them in the garage. Just in case. He was gonna he's need like, I'm going to need these. He's the type of guy who likes to roam around. Yeah. Yeah. Some would he say he's a, a wanderer. Stone. Yeah. He roams around, 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 yeah. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to the house. And when I find myself falling for some girl, I... No, oh, never mind. I'm a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stab her in the butt and then I'm up around the world. I'm the wanderer. <laughs> I'm a serial killer. <laughs> Who wants to play Fallout? Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so back to the house. After Griggs moved out, uh, the home had several owners before being used as the same. So he built it, lived in it for, for four, four years, years, sold and it, then and moved. moved the fuck out. Yep. 
That seems like a lot of work for a house for four years. It, and it was I guess a, there maybe weren't a lot of houses at that point. There yeah. weren't. And this area, it, this is a very fancy, like, historic neighborhood in St. Paul. Um, so all the homes are, like, big, giant mansions. Okay. Um, this room, it's like he spent all this time and money building a 24-bedroom house for him to live in it for four years. 24 bedrooms? Yep. And then he just noped out after four years. That's too many bedrooms. I would like to say, look in the basement. How many bodies are buried in there? I'm 24. Gonna say 23. Because he needs a bedroom for himself. That's, he, he, and the misses. And that's when they moved. Once he killed someone in every room of the house. He's like, time to go. Stab. Tuck them into the bed. Stab. Tuck them, them into, into the bed. bed. Stab. Menacing them a lullaby. Um, so anyway. <laughs> oh, for their dead bodies. Go to sleep. Forever. Go to sleep. <laughs> so anyway. He's just like, has these giant adult-sized cradles built. Yes. He's just like slowly just rocking, rocking a dead body. My <laughs> beautiful dead baby. <laughs> sleep. Sleep, sleep forever. forever. Nah. That's... <laughs> Where's the and fucking St. Paul Historical <laughs> Society with this shit, goddammit? Uh, we so crack this, this case wide open. This is the they don't want to tell you. Yeah. Exactly. God, bastards. They should, man. True crime is very popular right now. Super popular. <laughs> so um, it was uh, used, so sorry, the St. Paul School and Gallery of Art um, purchased and was started using the building in 1939. Okay. Um, is it like a fraternity house or some bullshit? No, no, it was actual uh, school slash gallery. So they coordinated major exhibitions, um, juried exhibitions, and acquired art from local Minnesota artists. Oh, okay. so, so they were like, well, they have 24 bedrooms to put yes, art in. So exactly. And then the school portion offered classes for um, people just looking to doodle, and then the actual professional <laughs> artists. Doodle 101. Yeah, how to draw a circle. Circles 101. and stars. Professional doodling. Doodling 204. Yeah, rectangles. Shading. <laughs> Sun. How to draw a doodle. bird. 405. I'm Profile Professor faces. Griggs. Here's what we're going to teach you how to doodles. Draw a circle. Now here's a bird shitting. Now it's if you draw an arc and you draw a couple more lines, rainbow. Rainbow. Uh, that's Good job. The t- final will be a smiley sunshine face. But it's got to be a perfect circle. Mm. Um, so anyway, the ni- uh, in 1964, the building was sold to a man named Oof. Carl um, Weschke. A man named Oof to Carl. Oof to Carl Weschke. Carl Wenschke. Um, Carl Wendy's? Weschke. Weschke? Wendy's. Okay, Carl Wendy's. Yep, uh, Dave Thomas, uh, who converted it back to a private residence, which it still is today. He said, so get out, doodlers. He's like, no more. I don't want this to be a school. I want to live in this house. Um, and it still is a private residence today. So if you do find yourself in St. Paul, you cannot really go to that because somebody, oh, lives, somebody there. lives there yeah maybe it, maybe 24 someone's lived maybe there. they have room for there it are. i'm not past the 24 Has bedrooms there's so many bedrooms there's that room for so one more bedrooms that's a lot well they've converted one of them into a den and I'm one of them sure into like a workout like a room. Rumpus room i'm also sure there's like five bathrooms oh i'm <laughs> two please it's a college dorm <laughs> you have to share um, so anyway, it was when Weshke bought the house that he started to notice spooky things starting to occur. Oh, yeah, see? Because serial killer. Yeah. So according to the uh, Pioneer Press, which is the St. Paul, Minneapolis uh, newspaper, uh, Carl began hearing footsteps and doors closing while he was alone in the house. Oh, no. And in 1967, he found himself face to face with a ghost. Ooh, and he had just dropped acid. It's the 60s. Yeah, it was 67. So, yeah. totally. So, according to Carl, he was in his library when he turned around. Is the library one of the 24 bedrooms? Correct. Okay. It was converted. I need to know. I need, these it are is, important facts yes. I need to know. One of the rooms is a library okay, now. So now it's 23 bedrooms. 23 and a library. And a library. <laughs> still five bathrooms. There's, yes, yeah, still. The bathrooms are, they, they've stayed put. 
Okay. They still have the same claw tub uh, or claw, the old claw foot tub. Yeah. yeah, claw foot tub. Hell yeah. Beautiful people jizz over that shit. Yeah. Um, so Wayne he, Scotting, crown molding. Ship lap. Ship lap. Ship lap. You beat me to my second. Oh, God. Uh, no. So he turned around and uh, came face to face with a man standing in the doorway. A man? The man was wearing a dark suit, had a long and thin face, and a white bushy beard oh it's uh, uh it's minnesota oh no there's a man over there a great big bushy beard and he had a white bushy beard uh, and oh seems- no santa claus broke into my <laughs> house i don't know why i'm the swedish chef well there's Look a lot like of swedes s- like people of uh, minnesota like they're from oh the man in my house there you go there's you a know. man in my house it looks swedes like there. santa claus done mm. lost a thousand pounds and has now come to my house in yeah. this that's it. Not, there's no presents. It was winter, or sorry, it was summertime, so that's why he was thin. He oh was yeah, like he's got to bulk up oh, for the winter. Santa. Nothing yeah. like a bear. Summertime. He had to get his bikini bod in, in yeah. shape. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Santa needed his bikini, bikini bod. bod. <laughs> Everybody's a bikini Everybody. bod, Santa. Yeah. This was the '60s. He didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. He needed to have those round, round hips. Um. So anyway, it seems Mr. Ghost was surprised, just as surprised as Carl was to oh see no, somebody. So he looked at Carl and had this like surprised look, shocked look on his face, like, yeah. what the fuck are you are doing you here? in one of my 24 bedrooms um, and I was unaware of you? Like what? <laughs> they stared at each other for a good 30 seconds before the ghost just vanished. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. He literally ghosted him. He got a bumps. I liked it. Um, but Carl is not the only person who has admitted to seeing somebody in the house. Okay. Um, the same article talks of the ghost um, that a former instructor at the art school saw in the 1950s. Oh, a doodling professor. Yes, uh-huh. a doodle. Professor Doodlebottom. Doodle professor Doodle Doodle Um Professor Doodle Door. Yeah. Elvis Doodle He was gay. Let him be gay. Let him be gay. <laughs> Delmar Doodledore. Uh, so Delmar Doodledore. His name was Delmar Cobb. Like no, his name was Delmar Doodledore. Delmar yeah, Doodledore. Big fan of it. Uh, says that he quote awoke and saw a figure at the foot of my bed. At first, I thought it was an intruder. Uh, he, it so was I said, a thin figure. So I sucked his dick because he's gay. See, that's the joke. Yeah, it's really it? funny. It's a it's funny good. joke that sure, I just Bob. told. Uh, it was a thin figure <laughs> dressed in black. <laughs> I'm not feeling well, you guys. <laughs> I remember clearly it wore a top hat, and just like Carl, this figure also just faded it away oh no into the nothing um so, so these Abraham stories lincoln so ghost of abraham, abraham lincoln, lincoln <laughs> showed up professor doodledore gave him a blowy he disappeared, and he disappeared. <laughs> that's what i heard that was you pleasant that's find actually it. correct yep find that again chamber of commerce yep Saint i put Paul. it on the internet now it's true that's no, true um so my version of history is better there are serial killers <laughs> there's gay abe lincoln, abe lincoln. blowing ghosts that's yeah, amazing doodledore <laughs> <laughs> you Thank need to you drop for saving my awful joke. <laughs> Holy shit! Good job, Vanessa. Um, so these <laughs> yeah, stories. Yeah, I you. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, fuck. So these two stories led uh, t- two former Pioneer Press reporters and a photographer to spend the ho- uh, a night at the house. Oh, they're also trying to give Abel so, Blowy. Yes. So the story that I tell, which follows, comes from their 1969. Nice. nice article on it. <clears throat> nice. Sorry. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. That's were, like it was five like seconds. Five seconds behind. Guys, I'm nice. No nice. I'm no good right now. <laughs> wait, wait. Nice. Nice. Hey. Nailed it. Hey. Sixty-nine. Right, you guys. It's a good wait, one. Wait. You guys, wait. You still laughing about chip laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Doodle door. Uh, no. So. 
before the two uh sorry the trio spent the night how many eight, rooms are in the house <laughs> 20 at least 23, 23 at this point 23 in, in a library, library. <laughs> it's like 23 in me but it's for real estate it's 23 in, in a library, library. <laughs> um so the night uh, that the trio decided to spend the night in the house a local spiritualist spiritualist and medium named roma tomatoes Roma uh-huh. visited the house uh, with them <laughs> to give the guys an idea of what might be in the house. Okay. Um, according to Roma, a man Downey Jr. Yeah, Roma Downey Jr. Uh, a man named Charles Wade, who was a gardener at the house, still resides there and oh. will go into the library. A gardener. That's pull sad. out books and use them. Presumably, he's reading up on more on gardening. On gardening, or he's stealing books. Yeah, from the Ooh, library. From the library. And the 23 bedrooms. Okay. Um, but that is one of the ghosts that supposedly is in the house. Okay. So he's a gardener trying to better himself. Exactly. Learn, sure. Learning his, his letters. He loves, or he loves his gardening so much he wants to have the prettiest garden in all of St. Paul. Why this He's going read up about succulents. So he can suck off. There's been a lot, of, so a lot can, of advances in horticulture so in the last few years. So he can succulent off yeah. the ghosts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Roma... <laughs> Roma also mentioned a general or something. <laughs> oh my god. You're so your brain is so full of snot. It's taking so long for thoughts to get it's in there. It's like the I was like, that's pretty funny. And then the word just delighted me. Suck and then I up. thought about somebody asking somebody else, could I trouble you for succulent? <laughs> Things that go on in Bob's And what head they don't want is the plant they want to blow is that, <laughs> is that the joke? That's the joke. Yep. This is why sometimes <laughs> we, all, we all got there. Bob thoughts TM. Yeah. Bob thoughts. Bob thoughts should stay in Bob's head. Oh, shit. Uh, Snotty Bob thoughts. Roma also mentioned a general or something in here. Um, a general or, or something. something. Yep. Yeah. Um, a but, war boy. Yes. There yeah. was a. She did see a man in a uniform with lots of gold on it. So the assumption is maybe it's it Napoleon. is Mr. Griggs because the Union outfit could have been Michael Jackson had a lot of gold on it. You know, no, it was Prince. If anybody, please. Da- oh, yeah. Prince is well, not a we're not in the right time frame. Yeah. Are we? We're it, not in the right time frame for Michael Jackson. It is Minnesota though. Prince makes way more sense. He. They both went to Minnesota. I'm sure. At some point, I'm well, sure Michael, Michael Jackson spent from Gary, Indiana. Indiana. That's right around the corner. Not really. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. No. This geography. Geography. This has been the Geography and Booze podcast. <laughs> um, so anyway, so she spoke of a young girl. Uh, uh, sorry, a young maid. Um, as the group walked about the house's third floor, she's like, oh, I'm getting like the, I'm sensing a young maid this here up on the third Roma. floor. Yes, Psychic okay. Roma, um, which seems to match up with the story of a young maid who hanged herself in the house. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, so after concluding her walkthrough, um, which the article authors make sure to mention that Roma knows nothing about the house, so it was very much like a, she comes in, knows she's, nothing about this, or she definitely who didn't knows Google nothing. It. This was 69. There was no Google. She, so then she definitely, definitely didn't, didn't Google it. it. Yeah. Um, she didn't go, go to the, the library. library. <laughs> That's good. Man. Um, so the uh, group went into the library to go over the house's history. So Roma left. She goes, ooh, you three should sleep in this room here at the top of the stairs to the third floor. I'm getting the most vibrations. Oh, I was like, there's literally 23 bedrooms and a library. She's like, you should sleep in the library. That's a dick move. 
There's yeah. it's not the library. No, no, there's, there is a <laughs> bedroom. Sleep in a bedroom. They are. Pile up a couple of books, you baby. <laughs> they are sleeping in a bedroom. So she goes, "This is the room you should sleep with." The bedroom happens to be at the top of like the third floor stairwell, which okay. is where she was getting the most vibrations. Okay. So after she plays as lousy with vibrations, bro. yeah, a lot of bad energies, bro. I like the old so, terms were vibrations, yeah. and then now we call them bad energies, bro. Bro, yeah. They're stealing my energies. Your Bro. sympathetic yeah. vibrations. Yeah, because we were just on high yeah. starting to materialize. So the after Roma Tomato left, um, the group went with Carl to the library to do some research on the history of the house. And Carl was like, if you look at this, this house changed hands a lot. Like nobody really was here longer than a couple years at a time. Like, okay. is it because of the ghost? Is it because of whatever? Anyway, Carl's like, cool. And with that... Super haunted. Good night. I'm gonna leave you. So the three gentlemen. Oh, Carl noped out. Yeah, Carl. Well, he Carl went owns this house and he noped out. Oh, he went to another floor in another okay. room. He went to and sleep in like, one of the other 23 bedrooms. Yes, he yeah. went to his bedroom, okay. one of 23. So he did have his pick outside of the one super haunted one. So yeah, and he was like, "Well, that's good that that's where they're staying because that's where my, you know, all the ghosts are." So the three of them like set up camp. So the there was a light. They made sure like a couple times to note that the stairwell was well illuminated like okay. they had their flashlights pointing at the stairwell so it wasn't like a ghost adventures where we're in total darkness bro they're not it's no. like they're it's, i'm gonna turn off my light and show you how dark, how dark it, it is. is we're familiar I get with it. dark i've been every we're night familiar with dark i know what dark is it's what happens when i close my eyes and try to forget the monsters in my brain yeah i'm just kidding um i had a bagenzian sort of tinge to it though i enjoyed it thanks thanks Thanks. I'm going to go buy this house now. Um, so the there were highlights of the evening. So they went to highlights. the highlights of the evening. So um, Carl's black cat um, came to the room, got some scritches. Let's call him Sooty. 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 So Sooty the black cat came into the room, got some scritches from uh-huh. the photographer guy. Sooty scritches. Then walked to the door, looked back as if a come hither come follow me got you mm. turned so, around took a big shit yep got one of the people to follow him so kieti was like <laughs> and so he was like following him sexy over the shoulder thing yep totally yeah. totally yep, yep. kitty then went to the top of the stairs so he looked went to the top of the stairs looked back and the reporter followed then Sooty went to the first landing. So Sooty, <laughs> Sooty took him all the way down to Sooty's food bowl where Sooty showed him he only had four pieces this of kibble left line. and that was unacceptable. Give and then right. began splashing all of his water around. <laughs> yeah. He then unrolled every roll of toilet the paper, paper in, in the house. house. Knocked over every bottle off of every countertop. And the guy's like, I don't fucking live here. I'm this a reporter, you idiot. No. So mm-hmm. then Sooty went to the first landing, looked up at the reporter who was looking over the railing as if gotta follow me. But the reporter was like, mm-mm, stairwell felt too heavy, too much. And he was like, I think this cat's taking me somewhere. I do not want to go. Oh, no. So that he said no. a quest for you, motherfucker. And he said yeah. no, thank you. Oh. So Escort Sooty. Escort mission. That's a dead cat now. He didn't want. Restart from last checkpoint. Yeah, I know. He didn't want, he didn't want to go on any side quests. He was stuck on the main he quest. He was stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but all three of them noticed like they all felt very heavy around the stairwell like okay. they didn't want to like be a lot of pressure yeah like mm-hmm. they didn't want to bad energy there were mm-hmm. bad energies around the stairwell. That's what we're talking so about at 1 20 a.m the trio heard five distinct thumps outside the room followed by silence as if somebody was coming up the stairs sounds like somebody coming up the stairs but oh, there was man. nothing there and they opened very the door nice, again well illuminated <laughs> nothing at 3 35 a.m <laughs> creaking <laughs> sound Almost it was a cat. It was Sooty. So he's like, God damn it, feed me. There's still only four things in my bowl. I can only eat if there are 25. I can only eat in odd numbers. <laughs> this is not divisible by seven. 
<laughs> Give me three more pieces. Um, so, so weird, guys. So at 3.35, they heard creaking sounds on the stairs. And then the noise has stopped. Right. Five minutes later, one reporter got up right. to check to see if there was something out there. Cat, something. No, there was nothing. But he did feel the urge to step away from the stairs like... They Something really don't like these stairs, is no. man. <clears throat> right with this, like I really wish he'd followed that cat. I yeah. really want to know what that cat There's wanted him to do. good going on that down there. That cat has seen things. Yep. Well, and one of the stories was too when they were looking in the um, where they were doing some history on the li- or in the library, like going over the history. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Sudi has a brother, a Siamese cat. We mm-hmm. should name. Siam S- Sam. S- Siam yep. Sam. Siam Sam apparently just kept staring at the ceiling. Uh, of the uh, library the entire time that they were there just like wah, wah, there's a ceiling like yeah. what the fuck and what was they up there they were pointing out the, the third bountiful floor landing. Griggs treasure yeah all you had to sure. do is survive one night inside of the haunted house and then you two can get the treasure and they didn't yeah. do it didn't do it so yeah the kitty Follow kept the staring the treasure for you nope um, and so then we put three, of acid in the basement yep so at 3.45 a.m. they again heard the stairs squeaking as if somebody was coming up and then silence um, at 4 o'clock a.m. The, the group was just like nope you know what? We're good. We're good. How are you feeling? You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I'm scared. I'm thoroughly scared. So they like let themselves out of the fucking house at 4. 4 a.m. is so close to making it through the whole yeah. night. Like the sun's probably coming up at 6.37. Like, yeah. two hours and night are going to kill you. mostly there. So they went, we're just going to let ourselves out the back, locked the doors behind them, and agreed, quote, there was no prize on earth that could get us to spend a single night alone in that great stone house. Oh, but Carl fucking live in there. Carl lives there. That's why Carl has study in Siam Sam. He don't want to be alone. He does. He hears weird noises, blames it on the cat. Yeah. Yes, and he's like, you know what? That's good. Um, so yeah, that is the uh, at least the 1969 noise version of the Griggs Mansion. Nice. So yeah, what's in there? It's ghost cats. So that brings Devish me something. There's something in there, and the cats knew what it was. Yep. Oh, I yeah. think what they should do, new owners, let a bunch of cats loose in that house. See salt, what they find. Salt. Find all the dead bodies from that serial killer guy. So, fun fact, the house was listed for sale in 2009, and it was, I think the list price was $3 million. I was like, this is going to make me want to kill or something. Yeah. It was a couple. It was a couple million dollars. Uh, for 24 bedrooms, that's good. And it was good. two. So they listed the, the home in 2009 for $2 million. It didn't mm. sell until four years later for $975,000. Oh my God, I'm going to wow. shoot my fucking self. That doesn't get you a one-bedroom condo in this town. No shit. Mm-mm. Ugh. But it's funny that it took four years and they knocked that price because it's haunted. Because it's, it's crazy fucking haunted. Ghosties. So anyway, that brings me to my bar. This which beer is, is very nice. fucking phenomenal. Delightful. It's super dark. It's very dark. Very it dark, is, like a dark staircase. Um, it is from Seven Brides Brewing, and it is called Becky's Black Cat Porter. And Becky I, with the good porter. Becky with the good good porter. Um, this is a Sooty's. It's a it's a Sooty's porter. Aww. I got it for the black cat. Um, oh, they list the SRM on there. Fun fact. That's what the color oh, wow. Bob and I are learning. Was about. it 80? 80. That's wow, that's dark. dark. <clears throat> um, it has 80. Fi- that's dark. It As is. I look you guys at are it. cute. Um, it yes, fif- it is very dark. It has 55 eboos um, and it's 7%, which is a bit high for a porter, but it's very dark. So that could be. Um, it's very chalk. 55 chalk-y. eboos is also pretty high pretty for high a porter. For a yeah, porter. but it's very chocolatey um, and it's very. Yes, it's a full bodied ale with a creamy chocolate colored head. Yes, it is. Yes. This beer's bold flavor comes from a blend of deep roasted barley malt. Yes, it yeah. is very deeply roasted. Um, Willamette Valley Cascade and Nugget Hops combined to give this black cat a bite. It is very good. I think it's phenomenal. Um, Seven Brides Brewing is located in a state, uh, Oregon. Oregon. I wish I didn't Silverton, feel like Oregon. shit 
because I want to. I just want to drink this for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I feel like the hops give it a nice like flavor that like and that matches super that roasty. roasted maltiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, super roasty. It, it has a lot of flavor for yeah. porter. Totally. Yeah. I feel like whatever you're looking for, it's got it. It's yeah. totally. I, got I, it. I highly highly recommend this one. This is yes. very good. It's very it's, good. Yeah. It's we got a large format. Night. It seems like it was pr- fairly reasonably priced. Six too. bucks. Nice. Not bad. It's good, beer. it's good beer for a good story. Come back and uh, we have more good stories. Why this voice? Because always. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob from Booze and Brews Podcast. I'm the sickest boy. Want me to snot in your mouth? There it is. You got it. Hey, we got a bunch of new patrons on our Patreon. We can't thank you enough. Thank you to Nicole, Shelby, Carly, and Ryan for your incredible contributions. And let us not forget the fabulous Catriona for increasing her donation to our fabulous show. Don't forget that you can join us at patreon.com slash booze and brews where we have show sketches that I draw, audio episodes, video episodes. I've got a record album coming because we crossed the threshold. It's the best thing in the universe by the way if you could be the kindest people on turn if, if look if you're not supporting us on the patreon that's fine but you can support us by rating and reviewing on itunes helps us move up the charts and get in front of new people five stars great show do it now we love you you're the best also we have a bunch of different fun social media websites we have a tweeter at booze and bruce we have a facebook at booze and bruce and we have an instagram at booze and bruce podcast and if you ever feel like talking to us on the internet, you can do it there or by sending us an email at boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. Wait, wait. I want to also mention we have a fucking website now, boozebrewspodcast.com. Yeah, go check it out. We yeah. work so hard and it's really great with all kinds of stuff there. Okay, back to the show. Hi, Podcast Mom here. I really do hope you are enjoying the wonderful podcast that we are on called Pop Pop. What's it called? The Booze and Brews Podcast. Did you know that you can actually get paid? Just for listening to this podcast? That's question amazing. Mark, question mark, question mark. You can get paid? That's impossible. Oh Nobody ever gets paid Look, for anything. You guys, that sounds insane. Not this is the, you know In this gig economy? I know it sounds insane. Oh my God, I just said that. But it's, this sounds but like something what? a crazy person would it's say. It's true. It isn't. Uh, we just discovered, and by just discovered, I mean we've known about it for a minute, but we are totally on board with this free new app called Podcoin, and it literally pays you. Literally. 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 And Perkins. Pays you. <laughs> to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. <laughs> Numero uno. You listen to the podcast and you earn podcoin while whilst you whilst. listen. Whilst you listen. Then you turn that podcoin in for gift cards at wherever you want. You can use it on. Now now Amazon. where where does po- where does podcoin fall in the blockchain? Is this like Bitcoin? What am I getting into? No, shut up. Just, it's podcast and money. Okay, great. That's all it is. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Do you well, like, don't make it overly complicated. It's my money God. for listening to podcasts. That's uh, right. Uh, you can that. do whatever you want with it. You can donate it. You can buy coffee. You can buy weird scrubby porn gloves on Amazon. Whatever you want. Whatever you it's want. Buy you. scrubby porn gloves. But you know what? The more you listen, porn gloves. the more you earn. <laughs> so... So, so here's what you do if you really want to get those scrubby porn clubs. Right. You download mm-hmm. the app right now. Right, right now. now. Immediately. Uh, it's available on iPhone or Android. And then you just use our special code. Our special code, Booze Bruce. Booze Bruce. All one word, Booze Bruce. I'm Easy. doing the Irish accent hands right now. Hell yeah. Uh, and you'll get 300 pod coin just for signing up. 300 pod coin. What is it worth? I don't know. 300. 300. You're well on your way to those porno scrub gloves. Yes. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get free cappuccino. What? You can get an Amazon gift card what? for aforementioned porn gloves. That's right. So go ahead and listen to this podcast or virtually any other podcast on Podcoin and sign up using our code, Boost Bruce. That's all you got to do. I That's swear. It. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. Hell It'll change yeah. your freaking life. Yeah. Shit! Download it! Fuck yeah! And we're back. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Dur- During hey. the break, I was urinating. 
Mm-hmm. And you were so, running our intro in the middle. Yeah. Did you say, let me snot in your mouth? Yeah, yes. and, then, and then I went... Is that a service you offer to our listeners? Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you want it, I don't, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> say no. No. <laughs> say no. I just did. Just say no. I did what you asked me to, but I will snot in your mouth. <laughs> I say no to that. Well... Please, no one, no one, no one. No, do this. Look, I'm not trying to yuck your yum, but yuck. Yuck. Look, I don't prepare these things. I, I just know you don't. Say the first thing that comes to mind. And the first thing. Why yep. was that the first thing in your mind? Who are you talking to? It's me. I'm an idiot. I'm a gross idiot. I am a gross idiot. I'm a disgusting garbage person. <laughs> yes. If I didn't say this, I think you should be disappointed in me. Somebody else would have said it if I hadn't. No, they wouldn't have. <laughs> you know what? Vanessa's right. Nobody, not at this table. No one at least. in this room. I refuse. Anyway, to I'm that. sorry. I just felt like that had to be acknowledged. Yeah. Now no, we no. dealt with it. Yep. We can move on. And we, he's been properly chastised, and we can and move, move on. on. Good. I feel good about this. Good. Bob is just like angrily making his tea. tea. I'm not angry. I don't have the energy. (laughs) (laughs) Poor buddy. Okay. So it was my turn. We're doing Haunted Minnesota. So I Google like Haunted Minnesota. Minnesota. And it's like top five list. Yep. See that same list. all the way to number three. All the way. That's like halfway through. That's halfway through. Where I find... A Kiev. Kiev. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally was like, done. And I texted, texted Melly. Because me. I texted her like, I'm going to find my Minnesota story. Like two minutes later, I was like, found caves, done. Did no additional None. research on it. There was not a lot of there there. Doesn't matter. I stuck with it. Yes. Because caves. Because mm-hmm. special caves. So caves. So I'm going to do the, now this is where we're going to have a discussion about this pronunciation. How would you say it? Because I know. Here, what? Spell it. W a b a s h a. Wabasha. Yeah. Wabasha. Wabasha. Yes. Okay. It's almost Waukesha. That's how I. Bob only understands that, and the two people from Wisconsin that listen to this podcast. But that's yes. Yeah. That's how I've always. Yes. That is how I think I would call this Wabasha. Yes. And then I watched a local news report about this location, and they said Wabasha. Wabasha. I could see people being like Wabasha. I could see that. Yeah. I read it as as Wabasha, and then I said, I bet it's Wabasha. Yeah. Yep. That sounds Midwestern. That was a fun. Anyway, um, yay us. Excellent yeah. radio. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to tell you. It's all content, yep, people. Everything is content. I'm going to tell you about the Wabasha Street Caves. Street Caves. Spoiler alert. Are they caves Wabash- in the street? They're not caves. God damn it. They're man-made, so they're mines. Man the caves. The internet lied to me, but I had already committed to caves. Yes. You committed to <laughs> spelunk these man caves. caves. These are the breast implants of caves, and I'm not about it. I yes. Natural caves only. Yeah, that would be my preference. Um. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you about the Wabasha Street Caves, and when I so I googled, I was doing some research about it, and I found a wonderful website, uh, the St. Paul Historic St. Paul Historical.com, and they were giving me information about the Wabasha Street Caves. So I'm just going to read you. Okay. The historical. Ooh, I dig. Part of right. Wabasha directly off of the website now. Thank you, Chamber of Commerce. Here we go. Yeah. From yeah. downtown St. Paul, Wabasha Street crosses the Mississippi and mm-hmm. marches due south until the bluffs force it to jog left. That's not how it sounds. The bluff. The. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's not gonna be good. I'm not it as good at it. Doesn't need yet. to be good. 
The bluffs here, deep sandstone beneath the lime, thin limestone <laughs> camp. Tell some of St. Paul's geological history. Sand piles up where the land meets water, lime, limestone, and the de- and deposits of tiny sea creatures. That limestone was very authentic. For, they form a shallow sea. What is now St. Paul was, for eons, yeah. the edge of the epicontinental sea that divided North America many millions of years ago. <laughs> very historical. Very Thank historical you. indeed. Thank you, St. Paul. <laughs> Thank you. I tried. You fucking killed it. I and tried. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Oh, my God. Limestone. Limestone. There's a lot of limestone. It's a lot. Yep. Yeah, so thank you, stpaulhistorical.com. So the city was built, uh, so the city of St. Paul yeah. is built on top of St. Peter's sandstone, which is named for the St. Peter River, which is now the Minnesota River. Yeah. I can't keep up Not with the, yeah, to be confused with it. the Mississippi River, Different. which runs directly through the yes. city. Yeah. Yes. Well, so Minya. because St. Paul's is built on this sandstone, yeah. which is very easy to dig in because um, it's not very hard. <laughs> Would you it say it's kind of like sand? It's Yeah, it's sandy. It's sandy. And it doesn't freeze solid in the winter, apparently. So it's why it made it so easy to dig. Everybody else in Minnesota stuff. does freeze solid in the winter because <laughs> fuck that! Um, so, origi- so these um, caves, street caves. Caves. Street caves. Caves. Uh, with air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, were originally, the original caves were dug in this area to grow mushrooms. Mm. Um, Magic mushrooms? For, no, and mm. they were dug by Yogurt's Brewery. Sure. Y-O-E-R-G. Wait, what? Y-O-E-R-G. Yorg. 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 Uh, by Yorg's Brewery back in the 1840s. Oh, damn. So Yorg's, Yorg's Brewery was where these caves fucking started. They started from a brewery. Oh, They're beer caves. Beer, beer caves. caves. Yes. For mushrooms. Yes. Mushroom beer. Mushroom, Mushroom beer, beer, and beer caves. Ferment these shits and then give it a drink. Yeah. Very, everything savory. Um, so the... Mushroom pizzas with beer. Your, your, how York? do you say it? York? Sure. Okay. That's how we've so been. York Brewery was started by Mr. Anthony York. Um, who was from a village called... Yorkville. Gundenfengen. Yep. In Bavaria. Yep. Gundenfengen. Said like Sounds a Swedish term. Gundenfengen yep. in yeah. Bavaria. Uh, he moved to the U.S. in 1835 at 19. Um, he moved around the U.S. for a while. He was like a butcher. And then eventually he a was A baker like, and a candlestick maker? He fucking yeah. beat me to it. Um, and then he said, my people are beer people. That's what we used to do back in Bavaria. That We're is made entirely of beer. Do. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to start. I'm more beer than man. I'm going to start Minnesota's first brewery. Fuck yeah, you are. Hell yeah. Um, so he started, uh, he eventually moved to St. Paul and opened up the brewery. Um, and it became Minnesota's first brewery in 1848. Oh, fun. Which hmm. is the year Wisconsin became a state. Anyway. Interesting. Rando fact. Um, so <laughs> it became one of the like biggest, bestest breweries mm-hmm. in all of Minnesota. Did Mexico pay for um, it? No. No. I think Canada paid for it, right? That's Your how it works it. on that side? Sure. Uh, Bavaria paid for it. Bavaria. <laughs> By 18... 18- Entirely in pretzels. <laughs> oh. The exchange rate's pretty good. They paid in pretzels and lederhosen. Fuck. Yeah. They tipped in sausage. Just the tip. Just, just the tip. And just the second. second. Just a second. Um, by 1871, <laughs> he had expanded to like multiple breweries around Minnesota. But you you live your truth over there, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> but the York Brewery was like the biggest and the bestest because it was his flagship. <laughs> yeah. And it was the first one in the state. That's pretty cool. That's fun. Um, and so by 1971, he had built what he called his Great Stone Brewery. And then he dug out an extensive series of caves miles long to like Fermentous. put all of the fucking beer in. Yeah. 
And he started advertising it as, quote, cave-aged beer. I love it. Cave-aged beer? Fucking awesome. Cave-aged beer. Should be mine-aged beer, because, again, not real cave. But okay, like, hashtag who gives hashtag a shit? No, okay. Is hashtag ta- face judy gives a shit. There's a land of 10,000 lakes, so he made a nappy dugout. Yep. Yep. Um, and at <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> nope. God damn it. Crickets. Um, at its peak, this fault. brewery was turning out almost a hundred barrels of beer a day. Wow. Which is That's a lot. lot. That's a lot of beer. In the, in the like 1870s. Well, here's the thing. America was a very thirsty nation back then. Yes. Sure and was. he was incredibly successful. He was the most successful German brewer in that area of the U.S. for a long ass time. Yeah. Um, then it got fucked over by prohibition as they all did. Yeah. But, um, because everyone else was making that weird British beer. And then mm. he came over with his Bavarian German style beer, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh, this, well, this is better good. beer." Yeah. yeah, try this stuff; it tastes good. Um, for once. And they became way more popular. So he was the first one to do it. Um, so then we had a little thing in America called Prohibition, which, Boo. like I said, fucked everything up. Boo! So they watched the Ken Burns documentary on it. I did. Oof, it's good. Okay. Uh, so then during the history, I can, can tell you, you all can about. You watch it. Is oh, it on, on Netflix. Netflix? Yeah. On the Netflix. Hell yeah! I'm watch that. Yeah, no Netflix. It's a three-part, couple hours. Anyway, you learn all about it. Of course, it's a couple hours. It's Ken Burns. Ken fucking Burns. It's mm-hmm. like eight hours long. Um, so during the Prohibition, they turned the space into speakeasies. Oh, I that's super like fun. Um, so the first uh, speakeasy. Fucking creepy ass beer caves drink uh-huh. with all your buddies. Uh-huh. Secret so, caves because no Secret caves. Secret caves. Love so uh, the first cave, the uh, first uh, speakeasy was very uniquely called the Wabashaw Street Speakeasy. <laughs> Excellent at naming things. Good job. Uh, then they built a bigger, better version, which Canada also paid for. Yeah. Um, and they called it the Castle, I Anthrax. assume, Royal. R-O-Y-A-L. I want to say Royale, but there's no yeah. E on the end of it. Sure. Castle so Royal. they called it Castle Royal. And it became like the speakeasy of the St. Paul area. The Royal Castle, the if ro- it were. The Royalist Castleiest speakeasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it op- it was open from 33 through 40. Made entirely okay. out of mushroom caves. Yes. So they Very had royal. to carve out extra caves because it was so big and so fancy and held Ooh. so many people. They carved out extra rooms that they were using as like formal dining rooms. They carved out a whole dance hall which had a Man, ingrained like- base stand into Whoa, it. No what? shit. Yeah. And there's these legends that like a bunch of mobster uh, like big wigs would come and hang out and have secret illicit meetings in these caves. There's stories that involve Circle Jerks. Um, yep. John Dillinger and some that involve Mob Barker. Ah. But it seems like maybe they're more legend than anything else. Neither one of those people really hung out in the St. Paul area very right. much. Yeah. But it's like they were big But mobsters. they would visit on vacations. Yeah. Who wouldn't oh. want to visit some speakeasy caves? Yeah. Isn't Mob Barker from like the West? I thought she was like Midwest, like Kansas, maybe. Yeah. That's West. Dillinger hung out in Wisconsin. I was like, I felt like Barker was more like the Arizona area. I felt like she was more Westy. Continue. With the Barker boys. Um, she was the Arizona Barker. That was her name. Um, so, but anyway, there's all these agents. They know that they were used by the mafia, by mobsters, and they were definitely used as speakeasies. Mm. Um, and then in the 1930s, a professor from the University of Minnesota. Yay! Um, said he was down there in those caves. Yeah, yes. I assume having himself an illicit beer. Oh, Ma Barker did hang out. There's a whole section on her Wikipedia called St. Paul and Wisconsin. Anyway, oh, interesting. Continue. Big um, fan. So he said these caves remind me so much of the Roquefort Caves in France. Oh. In fact, I think these caves are identical to the Roquefort Caves. Oh. I think we should make these our America version of the Roquefort Caves. And he set off on a one-man campaign to make St. Paul the, quote, blue cheese capital of North America. 
Great. Thanks, um, thanks, Professor. And the it, blue cheese capital? The blue cheese. Yeah. Because Roquefort sure. is Roquefort. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then he was kind of doing well. And then World War II happened. Ah. And then we cut off all imports from Europe. Yeah, we so did. we couldn't get any Roquefort nope. anymore. And then it was really fucking popular. And he turned out in uh, 1941, they produced more than 3 million pounds of blue cheese wow. out of these caves. Damn. In fact, it was so successful. That, that led to the invent of Buffalo Wild, wild Wings. Well, it was so successful. I don't that know. Then other, I got where you were going, Thanks, honey. dear. <laughs> the other cheese companies were like, we got to get on this fucking cave business. Meanwhile, Sargento in Wisconsin's like, hey, we got to get on these uh, cheese things. So then the, got to get on this cheese wheel. So then the Land of Lakes people bought the oh. space that used to be the Castle Royal and turned it into their cheese cave. Smart. And then right next door moved in the craft people. Ah. And they were there pretty much through the 50s. They were just oh, wow. full of craft cheese. Wow. It was the cheese cave. So there were like mushrooms and then beer and then, and cheese. then cheese and then mobsters and, mobsters. and, and then yeah. cheese. These caves have lived a life. I love that. Yeah, I like that for them. Uh, they also continue to grow mushrooms. This is a really good space for mushroom growing. Lovely. Um, was it like a special mushroom that they were using I or harvesting? I think it's just the right temperature and it's dark and it's damp. Dank. And, and everybody's like, fuck yeah, let's put these on my well, I pizzas. I wonder if it's like yeah, you I want can't this grow mushrooms elsewhere in that area. There are no US. other mushrooms in Minnesota. No, That's other true. no That's mushrooms true. grow anywhere ever. I've been there. I didn't see a single mushroom. Uh, so then We were in the city proper. Yeah, and how many mushrooms did you see? Uh... You, you just proved my point. <laughs> None. Just proved my point. Um, anyway, so it was mushrooms and beer and then mobsters and then cheese. Cheese. Also mushrooms. And then in the 70s, they decided to reopen Acid. Castle Royal and turned it into a disco. Yeah. Really? Yes. Just fucking ABBA music fucking playing John Travolta the cave. down John Travolta. there. Fucking disco ball. Uh, Going uh, shit in uh, a stinky uh, old uh, cave. Stay yep. in the cave. Stay, stay in the cave. cave. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stay in the cave. Um, you can tell by the cheese and mobsters and mushrooms it's a cheesy cave. <laughs> it's a disco cave. Super melty. <laughs> now I can't poop. <laughs> I can't poop. Too much beer and cheese, man. I'm all jammed up. Cannot poop. <laughs> I gotta eat more mushrooms. Um, oh my God. So, I need so, some. So they only open for a couple years in the 70s. Uh, then it's become closed. It's been closed to the public for a really long time. In the 90s through the like aughts, uh, it became popular for like urban explorers to go down through there because it's still a bunch of areas are closed off. A bunch of areas like haven't been mapped out and stuff. Um, places would flood in the winter. And, and then like when the water would all melt and rush out in the springtime, like things would come out in the water so that like bodies. find these old antiques and stuff. Dead bodies. We're going to get to that. Yes. Oh, shit. Um, yes. But so it became a really popular urban exploration place. Um, but the city kept telling people don't go down there because people kept going down there and dying. Oh, shit. People would die in like fires. Um, and people would famous cave fires people would die yeah cave fires people would die in cave-ins makes more sense yeah, mm, that one, um, yeah that, and I get then that. there was a case in 2004 when three uh, youths were down there and they died from asphyxiation <laughs> oops and so that's when the city said we're gonna take control of these we're gonna like privatize them and we're gonna let people do historical tours of the they caves just, but we're gonna close we're, we're gonna, gonna monetize really close them off shit. To the stupid yeah. kids didn't bring canary with them and now look yeah, what no happened no fucking canaries um, so now there are know how to spelunky ding dongs. <laughs> now there are official tours available. There seems to be walking tours and what's called a Lost Souls tour, which is like a ghost uh, tour. Yes. In October, they have a Ghosts and Graves tour, uh-huh. and mm. their website, which I swear they made on like GeoCities, mm-hmm. um, now has a Spirits and Shady Ladies tour, which includes Shit. the cocktail. 
Shin ladies with cocktails. With a cocktail? Um, but they also, oh, every Thursdays, down. have swing nights down there. To oh, go there we go. Dance. Yeah. yeah. I'm Let's glad go. to see Big Bad Voodoo Daddy still employed. Yep. Cherry popping Still daddies. popping those Please. cherries. <laughs> um, also, that is a really weird name for it's a It's terrible. Like, the more terrible I thought of like, name. name. And as a child, didn't get it. I like didn't had get a it. sticker of that on my notebook yeah. when I was too young to understand what, what it meant. It was? And my yeah. parents were like, what the fuck is that sticker? I, I was thinking about, because like my mom enjoyed when the swing movement came in. Oh, I was all about and that band. I have their album on my iTunes. Thinking about my mother saying the name of that band, because she did. Is really upsetting it's, me right yeah, now. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. Your mom knows what that meant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if your mom didn't know what that meant, you wouldn't be here, boy. Word. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Oh, you're thinking about it. You're Spe- thinking about it. Speaking of popping cherries, so now you can rent the space out for corporate events or for weddings. Ooh. Seats up to 200. Oh, wow. Ooh, we should have gotten married there. Yeah, what the fuck are we doing? I'm going to have a destination wedding to a beer cave in Minnesota. I'm, I'm no one there. will come except um, you two. Yeah, I'm have. there for it, I guess. Um. Anyway, so that is the history of the Wabasha Street Caves. Now we're going to get Good to the ghost, the ghost is. Um, So there's a bunch of ghosts. Um, The news story that I watched, which your local news in Minnesota bless your heart man that's i don't know how that's a news segment it was just terrible news anchors pretending to act um and the ghost tours at this place seem to be uh like they have actors Ah. that are just like i'm an old time gal and i'm dancing around now i'm a ghost (laughs) like it's it's one of those ghost tours (laughs) i'm getting my groove on in the cheese cave Kind of like when, we, like when we went to um, spooky? the Winchester Mystery House. Kind of, but it's like there's literal actors. Yeah, they, those guys were doing magic. It's like uh, it's like a haunted house where people like jump out at you uh, and are just like, bleh. yeah, I'm a mobster, see? I'm a dead mobster now. Now I'm, nah, I'm a ghost. It's a Tommy gun, but it's a ghost Tommy gun. So I can't hurt you. I'm a ghost. Um, biggity, biggity, bang. <laughs> so the news report said they have anywhere from 20 to 30 ghosts there on any given day. Oh. So apparently the ghosts like to rotate shifts. They signed But in. there's room um, for 32. There, was a, there were a lot of stories that were just like very bait. Like there's a story of like sometimes you'll be in the ballroom and you'll see like a couple that's dancing to music that no one can hear. And then if you get too close to them, they disappear. Or there's like the ghost of this woman named Alice who used to be a bartender there. And like sometimes she'll like turn around around to fill up a glass of wine because she used to drink white wine and then she'll disappear but then there will be a glass of white wine sitting on the bar oh that's very pretty fucking cool but those are like the not the big stories the big stories involve these three specific mobsters okay and i'm not gonna tell you about them john Um, dillinger no they're they're nameless they're mobster one mobster two and mobster three fine below the line credits for sure gotcha 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 um maybe a sag voucher um so it takes place in the fireside room which is one of the bigger uh like event rooms but off of the main room so it's like not the dancey room it's not the main dining room but it's one of the bigger offshoot rooms gotcha um, and it has a big fireplace in it. Okay. Um, so apparently one night during the prohibition, yeah. there were four men sitting around playing cards while a band was like playing in the corner and there were other people milling about. And then a gentleman walks in with a briefcase and oh. says like everyone should leave this room. He like pays the band to stop playing and leave. And he tells the other patrons in the room and the waitress that's working in the room like you should leave. Oh. So then, every- so then everyone leaves and the waitress goes back to the kitchen because she's like, well, I'm just going to like go 
I'm still know, on do, the clock. Do yeah. waitress things in the kitchen and I'll be back. And then from the kitchen, she hears the sound of a Tommy gun. And she's like, shit. So she runs back into the room and she finds the man with the briefcase is gone. One of the four men who is sitting around playing cards is gone. And the other three men are dead. Dead. Riddled with bullets in a pools of their own blood. Yes. blood. Where is the blood. briefcase? So then she said, I'm sure that's where the Tommy gun was. We don't know that. Why? Well, based, based on this retelling of the story. I'm making an ass out of it. <laughs> um, so then she the calls looking ass. She calls the police, which I feel like would make hell, her a very hell. bad waitress at a speakeasy during the prohibition. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. So she you calls, should probably get down to these illicit booze caves. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the problem with that. Don't, don't pay attention. Who to else the booze? is going to move the body? Well, don't worry, we're going to get to that because they're going to start stanking. So she calls the police. The police show up, and the waitress is like hysterical. They're keeping her in the kitchen. She's a woman. She's a woman in the thirties. She needs the vapors. Yeah. Her vagina is making her all kinds of crazy. Um, Somebody get her some. I can't get a straight answer out of this broad. <laughs> so they're they're like, okay, we got it, we got it, little miss. We're gonna go into the room. We're gonna check it out for you. So yeah. they go into the room. They're gone for a while, and they come back in and they tell her. There's nothing in there. There's no blood. There's no bodies. These aren't the you're, droids you're looking you're for. You're making all of this up, and she's like, "What? I'm not." They were definitely there, and she's and the police are like, "Nope, you should go home." Whoa. Um, leave right now, but like come back for your shift tomorrow or whatever. Come back to work tomorrow. So then the police are like, stay there. She leaves. She comes back the next day. There is no blood. There are no bodies, but there are bullet holes in the fireplace. Oh, uh, like very obvious, like ricochet marks from where bullets have skipped off and like holes that have bullets oh in them. Okay. Those um, are bad cops. They didn't do a good yes. like crime scene cleanup. So the legend goes that the cops were probably on the take. Hell yeah. Probably part of the organization. Yep. And so they took those bodies and the cops were seen. And they hit them. The cops were seen going into the caves. The cops were seen leaving the caves. The bodies were not. Oh, the bodies fuck, where are the down bodies? There. Oh, they the just buried them. put them oh. somewhere. Put them in, in the fireplace. <laughs> Did they put them in one of the 23 <laughs> bedrooms? <laughs> no, it's the wrong story. The giant cribs? Um, so they think that they're under the floor. Oh. Um, because pretty quickly after that, they renovated and made the floor concrete. I bet they did well, because things started to stink. Yeah, stink doesn't go through concrete um, so good. So they say that these three stink monsters down through concrete. who killed in the fireplace room and whose bodies probably remain in the Wabashaw Street caves to yeah. this day are the three like most well-known, most likely to encounter spirits that you're going to come across. Uh. So there's lots of stories from like, because now there's tour guides. So there's lots of stories of tour guides and of people who are taking the tours. By the way, these tours seem very well-priced and they're very well-reviewed on TripAdvisor. Ooh, okay. They seem to be under 10 bucks. So if you're around, oh, you should shit. definitely Hell yeah. do it. Listeners in Minnesota. And people, and people seem to like them. Um, but but none of the, like, none of those reviews had any mentions of ghosts. But there were, like, interviews with tour guides who were just like, oh, yeah, sometimes we'll be giving a tour. And, like, you'll see in the back of the group, there's, like, a guy who's, who's dressed not? in 1930s clothes. And then he, like, will turn and walk into a wall. Or he'll just disappear into vapor. Um that's creepy. Nice. They say that sometimes there's so there's like a full bar down there because there's like swing it there, yeah. and there's a there's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So there's a full bar down there, and they say there's two end seats on the bar. Sometimes, um, if those seats are empty, these men will appear on the seats at the end Whoa. of the bar, and then if someone like gets too close to them or tries to sit on the bar stool, they disappear. They shoot them on the time ago. Oh. And disappear. They disappear. They um, there's also stories, two stories involving young boys. Oh. Uh, so some, for some reason, yeah. these ghosts like diddled. to show themselves to Creepy. boys, which is a whole other... You know what? Yeah. Let's let's talk about this, Jeffrey Epstein. So... Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Um, hey, he's a ghost, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So let's hope not. So there's one story of like a little boy who was there for some reason and he went to use um like he he went to use the bathroom and he had like a little bouncy ball with him. So he was like playing with this bouncy sure. ball and he goes into the men's room. Balls. Um and the ghost of a mobster shows up and like smiles at him and the kid fucking freaks out and well, leaves. Yeah, because stranger danger. Yeah, and then his family goes back in to get the ball, the ball is gone. Ah, but fuck. then sometimes you'll hear the ball bouncing or like oh. or like making noise in that bathroom Dude. and you walk in and you'll see the ghost of the mobster. So that mobster ghost is like playing, playing with, with the ball. He stole that kid's ball. <laughs> what a and fucking- now he's Fucking playing in it. Um, hey, little Billy. The Gambinis need the protection money. <laughs> this and ball this ball is this now ball, my ball. That ball belongs to me now. That's my ball this now. This is their protection ball. He's a Midwestern, Midwestern gangster. This is their protection that's my ball. ball. That's my ball there, this, kitty. Kiddo. That's my um, ball. Rusty. So the other story, and the most popular story, um, involves this photo which I could not find online but apparently if you take the tour they will show you the photo oh. so it's one of those like you gotta pay the fucking eight dollars for the tour Fine. to see the then goddamn photo then you will get your soul consumed but apparently there was uh, someone had catered out uh, had had rented out the caves they were having a wedding <clears throat> um, one of the rooms they were using for the wedding was the fireplace room okay. there was a table placed pretty much in front of the fireplace um, that is you know the, the party's going on it's a wedding everyone's yeah. drunk or whatever sure. so some little boy sits down down at the table by himself he's the only one at the table and he just starts having a conversation as if other people are sitting at the table and his parents think it's weird someone at some point snaps, but then they're all drunk someone at one point snaps a photo of it they get the photos developed later there are three misty figures sitting at the table oh, shit. with this little boy who apparently was it's talking to them to, oh but my again God. cannot find this picture online uh-huh. but apparently they don't look humanoid they're just misty, misty forms yeah but I was like that's fucking creepy because it's in the room and it's three Whoa. forms like the three monsters um, that's very creepy they're teaching the boy how to play poker. They yeah. were trying to get it. So I think they were trying to figure out if he had any more bouncy balls. <laughs> they want some more bouncy balls. You know what we're I love? We're trying to get a game of jacks together. I Mickey love- Machine Guns got the ball. We don't got nothing to play with, kid. Yeah. Do you have like a jump rope or something? You got like a jump rope for me and... <laughs> I will like some the- pickup sticks. Yeah. <laughs> got a copy of Jenga or something? Um. Anyway, so that is the story of oh, the Wabasha Street Caves. Really mines, not really caves. Um, Still good. Yay. In St. Paul, Minnesota. Which brings me to my beer. Bear. So my beer is, I just went with the classic Spaten beer. Yep. I did, I was telling Melly, I did try and buy St. Pauli Girl, because I thought it'd be funny. Didn't have it at the Ralph's. No, oh, really? That's then I went sad. to buy Grolsch, because I remember liking that beer. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't had that in a long time. I'm going to see if it's actually any good. From Holland. Oh, that's no good. Not from yep. Germany. So what was Spaten? Classic German beer. It is. It's a very classic Bavarian style German beer. Yep. This is what I bet the beer that they were storing in those beer caves when tasted they were originally like. built probably tasted like. I yeah. agree. Which is beer flavored beer. Yep. Yeah. This is. It's not. It's better it's not, than Budweiser. It no. is better than Budweiser. It is a good beer flavored beer. Sweet. It's 5.2%. So it's like a decent yeah. thing. It's uh, brewed in Munich, Germany since 1397. Ah. Munich. Yeah. It's. München. Uh, but it is a very typical yeah, German premium style lager. lager. It just tastes like a German lager. There's not it's, a lot. There's not a lot on. of. No. It's, it it's, tastes better than a Heineken, tastes better, better than, than a Budweiser. And better than, than a Budweiser. That's all you can ask for sometimes. Yeah, yep. I don't have a lot of great things to say about it, but I also don't have any complaints. If this is going to be your third or fourth beer of the day, it's totally it's fine. fucking totally fine. I agree with that yep. assessment. I dig it. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where your old pal Engineer Bob gets to pick a winner. A boy, oh boy. Oh, are you excited? I am excited. Because you know why? I love caves full of mobsters and dead bodies. 
Who doesn't? They also Bananas have discos and mushrooms in them. Love uh, mushroom discos. Yeah, but that's one of my favorite things. Uh, I, I love I love houses that have twenty four rooms in yeah. them. Yeah, but they sometimes bedrooms. It's a library. Yep. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's Doodle Door giving <laughs> old Lincoln a blowy. Melissa wins. <laughs> Melissa wins because, because Bob wants to picture an old man wizard giving the ghost giving of the, Abraham it, Lincoln a blowy. blowy. <laughs> you are a perfect Bob. This is the high quality con- You will also snot in your mouth for you. This, this is the high quality This content. is what you tune it's in for. Something you pay for. deliver to you. Oh, boy. Oh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning Holy in. Shit. Come oh. back next week. Next week, we got a special episode. Oh, it's so We're special. We're doing your fucking stories. That's right, kids. Uh, so tune in. And until then, cheers. cheers.